boost me, boost me, boost me. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Whole world going to shit. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Welcome to Planet Rage, episode number 51. And Larry, this weekend in Chicago, 61 shot. Yes, they have an over. It'll be wow. nice. It'll be nice. Wow. It'll Not be- even a holiday weekend. That's like, that sounds like a record. 61 wow. shot, nine killed. Mm. And there's nothing wrong. It's coming to the rest of the state on January 1st, unless mm. all of the local uh, state's attorneys or whatever they are in Illinois and for all of the different counties that uh, are suing Illinois because of this, what everybody is calling the purge law, because this is, uh, you know, you commit second degree murder, no bail. Right. You kidnap somebody, no bail. Anything mm-hmm. you pretty much do, no bail. Right. And uh, I don't know what any rational person thinks that's going to do because only somebody naive enough to think, well, most of the people that are being held are just poor people who accidentally break a law. And it's, it's really evil to keep them in jail and require bail for them to get out but you have to do something about the repeat offenders i would almost be okay with a lot of that law if it was well as long as your slate is clean first one you get a, you get a little bit of a mulligan no matter what you do first one mulligan even though really? that seems crazy i don't know by but, the way i think that's i just flashed that's a great name for a band repeat offenders yeah I if i was starting a band <laughs> um i you know i don't know i think people are uh people are fucking you know they're brain dead so this this is gonna fly and um will continue to fly that's what they're doing yeah i just can't understand the logic behind it of well we have a we have career you gotta criminals. Stop looking for logic when right. you're ta- when you're talking about morons which is the bulk <laughs> of the american electorate what what fucking logic there's no logic they're stupid they're, doing- they're just stupid they're doing the stuff just because of why what what do they think they're accomplishing though who the 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 politicians that, yeah uh, the people that put this into as place. you said you're quite right they they know they're crashing the system they know that's where it's headed and uh, that's the intent it's it's so clear we make it bad enough and this has been my thought for a while that you make it bad enough and then things that nobody would ever even dream about being able to change are now on the table to change because you can just go well you know what this whole thing's just not working so we may as well Mm -hmm. we may as well start from scratch this constitution thing it's not really working well i've got clips for that but that's for later (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna build up to this one the the big news and i have to be fair i did not watch the 25 minutes or so full 
of the Joe Biden on 60 Minutes interview, although I have clips which equal probably 10 or 12 minutes. So I think I hope I was looking for the one about the uh, stock market. I hope you have that one. There was about the economy. Yeah, about the economy and what he's done and hasn't Mm -hmm. done. Right. And what I watched was, I mean, I just don't understand why Scott Pelley just didn't get right on his knees and start blowing Joey. Yeah. Because that was his attitude. Do you, sir, think this, sir? That, I mean, if he said, sir, one more fucking time, I mean, talk about an obsequious, ass-licking attitude with nothing but softball questions. That guy, that guy is a douchebag. Well, he brought up a few things, but then as CBS, which is 60 Minutes, has mm. been known for, there's no follow-up. I mean, Pelly did ask him at one point in the clip, in a clip we will hear, like, well, you can't be saying you think that 8% inflation is good, but then Biden just kind of bumbles his way through an answer and then doesn't get challenged again. Although, I guess if you challenge Biden, he probably walks off the set. I don't know. And this is more important for 60 minutes to have the footage. I don't know exactly what the deal is, but politicians. Oh, I think the ground rules are, are agreed upon well in advance, and the questions are probably all vetted in advance. And, you know, he's told you better tread lightly. And if you if you press an issue or you hold his feet to the fire, you know, you, you look, look what we did to uh, Brian Stetzer and Don Lemon. You know, Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> we'll, we'll do that to you. Come on. We'll see. We'll just edit, edit it the fuck out. I mean, really? Well, CNN is interesting because they're allegedly trying to go more centrist, which I believe they are because they're in the business to make money and the people that are now in charge are different so maybe they have a different viewpoint which is we are not as much about just throwing out a uh, bunch of talking points we actually want to make money while we're throwing out whatever we're throwing out which i mean it is a commercial venture when you go 24 hours a day seven days a week in news you actually need to make money the whole bit when we were growing up the yeah. only news you got were from the major networks who weren't making money on news. So they actually hired journalists and the way they were getting accolades was actually breaking stories and doing good journalistic work where you don't have that. Now, this is why, you know, it's a big get, I'm sure for Scott Pelley in 60 minutes to get Joe Biden on for a half hour. But this is why their interviewing style is way different than if you know biden this is why he would never do an interview with somebody like bill o'reilly because o'reilly would probably call him sir every question but he would be making him answer the question and not letting him dance around and then be like but instead of what pelly did would just go to the next question o'reilly would be like yeah but you still haven't answered the question so what can you can you tell me this and i want to see him interviewed by alex stein that's what i want to see anybody Right. <laughs> Anybody that would get in to make them actually answer a question and hold their feet yeah, not, to the fire. Just answer a question. Verbally abuse him. Okay? <laughs> well, that's a Say, hey, you're a fuck. That's see, that's what needs to happen. All these people, they play by the rules. And that's why we're in the position we're in now. Somebody needs to look, look at him and go, hey, don't, don't fucking throw that shit in my face. You think I'm a retard? 
Yeah, I would. That, I that's want what the needs truth. to happen. He needs to be challenged on that level. Who the fuck do you think you are to lie in my face like you did? So let's go take two, Joey. Here's the question: <laughs> to take off your fucking lying lobster bib and answer it truthfully. That's what needs to happen. And until that happens, nothing will change. Yeah, nothing. Well, that's how out of touch it is. I mean, the week before. We had Joe taking a victory lap on the Inflation Reduction Act, which uh, didn't reduce inflation by one bit yet. Amazing. Oh, going to increase it. Uh-huh. Of course. But it's amazing, isn't it, that it hasn't. But we're going to take a victory lap on something that has not worked at all. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, he did that with uh, his vaccines, didn't he? <laughs> well, he, I don't think he has a clue. Although, yeah, you're right. He tried to take credit for the vaccine, even though. He forgot that they came out under Trump. Yeah. And now that there's some blowback, he's not so he's not beating his chest about them anymore so much, is he? No. Things no. change fairly yeah. quickly when it comes down to that. But it was just kind of sad to watch that the president of the United States, and I've had plenty of presidents within my lifetime that I completely disagreed with their policies and the way they were doing things. But Beyond Reagan for a short while, you never got the impression that any of these other presidents were not mentally there. And that's what the the Biden look is. It's like you're visiting grandpa in the old folks home and he's got some memory issues. And of course, he's going to stumble over his words and he's not, you know, he's going to accidentally say, let's nuke Taiwan rather than when he really meant let's nuke China. And you'll let him get away with it. But when you're the leader of the free world, wow. Well, I'm sure he was jacked, as as, uh, Adam and John said, for the 60 Minutes thing, because he was more lucid than usual. And, you know, whatever they're they're jabbing with him him with works pretty fucking good. And then it wears off. You know, I was talking about that with somebody a couple of days ago. And they said, gee, Joey seems, he seems like he's improving, like he's a lot sharper. And I said, I kind of doubt that. I think what they're doing is they've just wised up and said, keep him the fuck off camera until he has been uh stimulated with whatever they stick in him and that's all they're just being much more careful about turning him loose in front of a live camera or microphone well this is the first sit-down interview in six months i believe so yeah that's not exactly a an accessible president that is in a completely transparent uh thing that now looking at the clips everything is biden one is aoc do we do we start with all the Bidens and then finish with AOC or do we start with AOC and then get into, and then we get to Joey. Uh, let's see. Did I, did I send you an AOC one? No, I do. Oh, you do. Okay. Okay. I'm confused about that. Okay. Whatever you want. Cause I don't know what you've got in your deck. So, you know, you, you got the, the master files there. So the, fire away. <laughs> the, uh, let's see. So this was an interesting bit, uh, which people on his side are kind of scrambling with. Now he gets the question that, I think everybody that listens to this show knows the answer to, but we'll let Joe answer. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic (sighs) is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, It's but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing. And I think this is a perfect example of it. So the pandemic is over. Woo! Yippee-io. I was just wondering for the people that are always against everything Joe Biden says, are, are there people that have been saying this 
COVID thing has been over for a while. Now that Joe's saying it, I'll be like, no, it's not over. He's lying. Maybe. <laughs> it's always the contrarian that if Joe is saying it, it must be wrong. But uh, I just thought the logic that Joe was using, and as you've pointed out, logic and politicians doesn't really mix. But for Joe Biden, hey, look around. Nobody's wearing masks. So it's, you know, it, it no, must see, be over. Uh, uh, you, you need to be in L.A., man um no <laughs> there's people still the case Darren. there's people not mul- the case at all joey uh, I was says in trader joe's the up. other day and i would say probably something like mm, i'm gonna say north of 50 percent of people shopping there were wearing masks really at the gym yeah at the gym it's a little less it's maybe 25 percent there's a lot of fucking people and a lot of and yes you're right a lot of imbeciles are saying no it's not over i like wearing my mask and i want to get another boost boost me boost me boost me shoot me in the ass that's what they want. There's a lot of fucking people who are pissed off that he said that. Yes, you're right. Well, yeah, that's that's not uh, not good for some of the businesses they're doing, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's like, OK, so Joey looks around and nobody's wearing a mask and that means it's over. It's like, no, you're supposed to be guiding your and his CDC was not real happy with him. The White House was not very happy that. That was his viewpoint on it. So did they disavow his statement? But they almost everything that he said on sixty minutes, the White House <laughs> is coming out like, well, no, to well, clarify what the president meant. Yeah. Like, no, I don't I don't get it. I'm, people still haven't figured out the whole mask thing, which is just very, very interesting. There is data out there. Gene, my buddy that I do unrelenting with, pointed out that there was a study that came out before COVID that just looked at surgical masks and virus prevention because all viruses are pretty much the same there's nothing that makes covid all that different than another virus that when properly worn a surgical mask might lower your exposure to a virus by i think it was nine percent it was single digits which in the grand scheme of things it's like so that means like 91 percent not going to work not going to help you out well, I mean, the whole idea of surgical mask was not was to protect the uninfected from somebody who is infected. Yes. So really, in theory, nobody should be fucking wearing one who isn't you know, symptomatic with something. And that's why surgeons wore them, because God forbid they had something they didn't even know they'd cough. They'd infect a guy with his fucking stomach cut open. Right. You know, give him whatever. But to, to the previous thing about um, the White House clarifying, you know, you were talking about the Overton window yes. in the last show. And. There's a prime example of it. All right. You've been around for a lot of presidents. So have I. This is the first one where when the president speaks, well, it's really not the president. He's just this fucking marionette. This soup brain marionette. So no matter what he says, we'll clarify. We'll tell you what you, you what he actually said. So there's no more clear indication of the fact that this guy is a fucking brainless puppet, that everything he says has to be reconstituted and interpreted by the White House. But wait a minute. Isn't he the fucking White House? I guess yes. not. Allegedly. Okay. okay. This never happened before. This never happened before with any president. What the president said went. Now it's up. Uh, now. No, no, no. We'll tell you what he really meant. Well, again, this proves, I think, the the ability that Joe has to comprehend things, which is nil at this point. Because, again, if you're the president, you're like, well, no, that's what I said. Letting somebody else come in and be like, well, let let me clarify what he meant when he said that the uh, coronavirus was the pandemic was over. What he meant was that it's we still have a lot of work to do and it's not over at all. That's what he meant. And if I were Joe Biden and I had all my facilities to me, I'd be like, 
Fuck you. No, that's not what I meant. I said what I meant. Of course. Yes. You know, that's in. It's, but it's I think amazing. this was the deal. This was the deal going in. They knew he was just a, a straw man, a puppet. And Joe, you know, you're finally going to get what you want. You will be president. More importantly, Dr. Jill will be Flotus. Okay. That's what's, that's what's really, you know, she's going to like you again. She'll get to go to balls and wear hideous gowns and shit. Okay. And I, okay, I'll do that. And that's, and that's how it's been from day one. Really? Well, which explains his approval rating, but listen to Joe explain his approval rating. Okay. Your approval rating in the country is well below 50%. And I wonder why you think that is. This is a really difficult time. We're at an inflection point in <laughs> stop, this country. Stop. Stop. The, I'm, you know, I'm a word freak. And yes. I, I should have gone off on this. And this is the new fucking um, erection making word. Inflection for point? Fucking libtard. Inflection point. What the <laughs> fuck does that mean? And let me tell you what it means. As an English major, major and a much published author, it doesn't mean a fucking thing. <laughs> they just pulled it out of their fucking ass because it sounds kind of it sounds like it means something, but it doesn't mean shit. I think we're at an inflection point in today's episode, Larry. What? Where I, my head explodes? <laughs> well, no, that's the, that's where we start. And then it just gets better from there. <laughs> but I think you should somebody should do a supercut for Adam's show of assholes using the term inflection point. It's replaced. It's kind of replaced pivot. Remember when everybody said to oh, right. pivot to into pivot. every fucking sentence? Uh-huh. Hey, pivot. It's a pivot. Pivot, pivot. Now it's inflection point. We're adding it, which just means where something is changing, right? Allegedly, yeah. that's uh, life is a fucking inflection point yeah, from start minute. to finish. The, then it finally ends when you're fucking dead. No more inflection points, I guess. Otherwise, life is every second by second a new correct inflection point. Yes. But I was just kind of impressed that Joe Biden was able to say the word inflection. That was impressive. You're right. Because we'll give him a cookie for that. We'll he, cookie well, some more milk. That'll do it. Because otherwise, time. he'd have been like, "Yeah, this country's." <laughs> what, what's that, Mister President? We're at, we're having this point. Yeah. Like, oh, so if he's not the interesting thing, with I guess is maybe his eyes are just really bad. Maybe he's not because that one thing well, you did not see as much, at least in the clips, the, yeah. where he was stumbling and he stumbles over the teleprompter mm-hmm. the fact that he was able to speak without a teleprompter i guess was Im- impressive in a very sad way yeah but uh you know i was i, well, I give him credit for a two dollar word well you raise an interesting point there and what that is is i think back to uh and maybe it's the uh you know the prevalence of contact lenses and lasics but you've got all these. There was a great uh, thing online last week about uh, the case for term limits. And there was a line graph of the median age of politicians going back from maybe the 1950s to present. It's unbelievable. It's a fucking it's a rocket launch. And well, you've got yeah, all never these. Leave. You've got now, you know, you wear glasses. So do I. And you've got all these fucking fossils, Pelosi, Biden. Trump, all of them, they're old fucking guys. Not one of them ever has glasses on their face, which is fucking ludicrous. You know, only 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 chinless Mitch McConnell, the turtle, is sometimes seen wearing <laughs> wearing glasses. The rest of them never. The vanity, it's fucking off the charts. No, you fucking old. Put your fucking glasses on, Joey. <laughs> well, we know that the technology is getting. I mean, they're there for the glasses because Google and Facebook have both had products, but. I believe yeah. that they have 
contacts that they've been testing with the same kind of technology, which then just imagine what that will do. You don't have to have a teleprompter in front of you. The words are just going to pop up in your vision. Yes. And it's like the fact that somebody can feed you exactly what to say. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a weird time. The more and more technology increases. It makes me want to go back to school so I can cheat on finals. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be fabulous? Yeah. I mean, that would be perfect. Well, you have to have somebody that still knows the answers, I guess. When I was a kid, I believed in cheating on shit subjects that I knew I would never use for the rest of my life. Okay. Like chemistry. (laughs) You're not going to go build a bomb. See, you're not a good terrorist. Not a good terrorist. And I knew I despised it. Everything about it, maybe even the chem labs. I wanted to puke. I hated it all. Hated it all. So I thought, I'm not studying this shit. I am not going to clutter my fucking brain with this garbage. And so I would, I bought like a Bic ultra fine point pen and I was able to write most of like a chapter of chemistry on a piece of paper, the size of a postage stamp (laughs) and read it without glasses. Okay. So I would pass those tests with flying colors. And then the, the best part was, God forbid, I thought it might be discovered. I'd just pop it in my mouth and eat the, eat the evidence. What crib note? What are you talking about? Show me. You were ready for any situation. I was ready. I was ready. So if they had those contacts with, oh man, I can see. I mean, everybody's going to get into uh, Harvard then. You know, everybody's going to get you know full full deck on their SATs, whatever. When they come out with those things, it's until over. they're doing full like body scans. Uh, yeah, they'll do retinal scans. I guess. Yeah. I have not read enough about this to know the details, but there was some young chess player that there were articles that popped up over the last few weeks that there were um, thoughts that he was cheating by using anal beads that (laughs) somebody was, you know, where'd he get that move? He pulled it out of his ass. Literally. Yes. (laughs) So, I mean, if you have somebody now, wait a minute, stop, stop, stop. Okay. Okay. Now we, you go, you, you open the rabbit hole. We're going down. (laughs) I'm so sorry, everybody. Where the fuck, how does, how did he count them? You know, the interesting thing was if they were that one, something, I guess, that vibrated. So he was getting signals sent to him because I guess maybe they check your ears and that. But this was a way to get a signal sent to you. Oh, that, you know, what move you should make. And they allegedly, you know, he the guy squirms around a lot, which would make sense, too, if if stuff right, was right. buzzing up and up in you, you know. So- so how many beads? I mean, is it one bead and then do like Morse code with, you know, long and short dashes or was it? That would be my guess. Yes. That you're yeah, using okay. a signal to like, let you know, because all chess moves are pretty easy. They can be broken down into one square to another. Yeah. So it's not that hard to cheat to get somebody the information of move this piece here. It would not be hard to do in short little bursts. You know, it's yeah. kind of like you have a chessboard i mean it's what 12 by 12 i believe you know sounds right right so i could i was never smart enough to figure out if it's the same as checkers then you're correct i can't i can't handle chess and it is and it's like so that was maybe the way this was being done but i thought that was genius it is maybe that's how they're keeping joey awake maybe he's got some (laughs) got some anal beads that are just keeping him like whoa how you doing that would that would keep me awake i know that but you never know how this stuff is going to get. And you see that you were one of those kids that people were like, 
You know, Larry, if you just spent as much time studying chemistry as you did figuring out ways to pass the test without studying, you would do much better. As Trump said, wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Took took me 20 minutes to write one of those fucking post-it stamps and, you know, it's all I needed. And you were having way more fun. Way more fun. And, uh, you know, I don't know what the formula is for fucking salt. And the only one I know is gold, AU. That's the only one that matters. All the rest of the element. Periodic table is shit. Don't need it. And I think now there's like, there used to be 103. Now there's like, what, 115 elements or something? Aren't I don't there? know. That's, that's beyond are. me. They've made a bunch. I don't know how you do that. How do you make something that's, you know, from nothing that's original? I don't quite It's get like that, alchemy. But. It's like those old books. We could turn exactly. anything into gold. Yes. Yes. But Joey was at an inflection point last week. Well, last we checked with our hero, Joey. Right. Oh, yeah. We got to continue. I'm sorry. He was at an inflection point. We're going to make decisions and we're making decisions now that are going to determine what we're going to look like the next 10 years from now. I think you'd agree that the impact on the psyche of the American people as a consequence of the pandemic is profound. Think of how that has changed everything. People's Whoa. attitudes about themselves, their families, about the state of the nation, Whoa, stop, the state stop, of their communities. Stop. Now, there's, there's, see, he's not that fucking brain dead that he hasn't forgotten how to lie. True. Okay, because the impact of the fucking pandemic was due to his Hitlerian mandates. He fucking did lockdowns. He shuttered businesses. He forced people to get fucking vaxxed. That that's where the impact came from. His his fucking dictates were a lot more impactful than the fucking disease was. Yeah, just think about all these things that happen. And yes, that would be uh, okay. Again, if Scott Pelley was doing journalisming, he would have been <laughs> like, "Well, you mean your lockdowns and you're yeah. shutting all these companes down and you're yes. doing this?" And uh, I did yeah. think it was interesting that it seems the. Uh, the military is at least backing away quietly. I saw. An well, it article. seems the Marines are. Yeah, they were the, the first. Yeah, the seals oh, now the are seals like. Too? Okay. Yeah, well, well, oh, you didn't get vaccinated. Well, okay, the whole we're going to let you go and yeah. and not let you serve. Now they're kind of backing away. But well, see, this, this is yeah. Go ahead. I'm but sorry. this is just Joey's. Uh, again, remember, this is his answer to your approval ratings really low. Right. Why do you think that is? Well, so maybe he's right. The pandemic. His approval rating's low because of the way he handled it, but he doesn't say, well, it's because of the way I handled it. He's just saying, well, we had a pandemic, blaming it in general. Sure. And, I mean, to be fair, I can't really point to another country, certainly can't point to Canada, certainly can't point to Australia, certainly can't point to the UK and say, their leaders did it better because they all suck. Well, I think India did it better. I think Japan did it better. I think uh, South Korea did it. I think a lot of countries did it better than than the ones you named. Well, yeah, than those. But it's like that's I mean, South Korea, I thought, had pretty big lockdowns as well. I guess they did. But what, I guess what I'm what I'm talking about is the um, the economy the, wasn't like well, the economies weren't crippled and the, the, the fatality rates were so much lower. I mean, it was just absurd. I mean, you know, throughout Asia, uh, a, a fraction, a tiny fraction of what it was in a lot of Western countries. And of course the United States was champion. Well, I think a lot of it was the way they counted deaths, which I think, and we've talked about this a lot. We're not going to have accurate numbers, probably in our lifetimes. You may never get accurate numbers. There'll never be accurate numbers. No, 
hospitals were incentivized up the yin yang to kill people. Is that a racist uh, term? Up the yin yang. God, use it. <laughs> that uh, if you said it was COVID, then the hospitals got money, so everything turned into COVID. Yes. Uh, it's there's scientists now and again. I understand there have been scientists on both sides of this who have said crazy stuff and stuff people don't agree with but it seemed like there was a consensus of pretty smart people right now that the flu i'm going to use a word you love is more problematic than covid right now Mm -hmm. and that's something that would make joe biden's uh, statement really be accurate that we're done with that pandemic because people are still getting sick but a pandemic is not just people getting sick unless you're going to say we've had a flu pandemic for the last hundred years But uh, the fact that they now think that overall for a majority of people, because of the fact that so many people have experienced COVID or have been, you know, whether it's a combination of having a vaccination and a combination of getting COVID and just, you know, living life that overall now COVID is taking less of a toll on the healthcare system than the flu, which says a lot three years in, right? It does. And then you have to factor in the uh, the data that it seemed that for the, the entire time COVID was raging at its zenith, the flu disappeared. It was What's, waiting. What, what are the odds of that? It was waiting. What are the odds of that, Darren? It, huh? was like, it was like you're in the bank and you're just waiting for the guy in front of you. Flu's like, oh, COVID? Oh, it's your turn? Okay, I'll just wait. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll yeah, just come I'll on. stand here and wait. Sure. You do your job and then I'll come in. Right. I'll come in. I don't think Joey said anything interesting in the rest of this clip. Let's see. And so there's a lot of uncertainty out there, a great deal of uncertainty. So there's a lot of uncertainty. That's why, again, his approval rating is down. Right. It's the uncertainty. Yeah. But that doesn't stop Joey. It doesn't no. stop him from taking the victory lap. No. We have, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. This is the, the most interest. Well, this wasn't the most interesting thing, but this was, again, I was intrigued by the guy from 60 Minutes even asking Biden about his age and his health yes but joey didn't really answer this one all that well either no mr president you are the oldest president ever pretty good shape huh see now uh, he was pretty quick with the quip i don't know if i would say he was in pretty good shape but he was in pretty good uh you know he was quick there with the quip with Mm -hmm. interjecting in the silence that was appearing for a brief moment right which leads to my next question. You are more aware of this than anyone. No, he's not. I was going to say, why would he be more? <laughs> why would he? <laughs> right. He's not. No, Have he you was... seen this guy? He's not more aware than anybody no. on anything. No. Jill is most aware of it. The, the, the great elder abuser. She is, but yeah. a lot more than Joey. <laughs> yeah, not Joe. He thinks he's uh, Steve McQueen in his prime still. Yes. <laughs> Some people ask whether you are fit for the job. And when you hear that, I wonder what you think. Watch me. See, that was a very creepy answer with a very long pause after. That was his whole answer. Watch me. Yeah, I'd I'd rather watch a retching jackal, really, Joey. Um, But, you know, if I must, okay, I'll look at you. People have been watching Joe, and they don't like what they see. Honest to God, that's all I think. Watch me. If you think I don't have the energy level or the mental acuity, then, then you know, that's one thing. I, he said mental acuity, too. He's, he does mm. way better without a teleprompter. 
Yeah. It's another thing of just watching and, and, you know, keep my schedule. Do what I'm doing. I, I think that... Uh, Where? Stop. How do we know his fucking schedule? Well... Right? Nobody knows his schedule. Well, there is a schedule that the White House releases. There's the official schedule. The official one, of course. But what's he really doing? Well, the official one, I can say this has been an ongoing bit. And one of the things I enjoyed the most about Bill O'Reilly's coverage over the last uh, year and a half, whatever it is now since Biden took office, he started doing because it was amazing the difference. When you look back to the year prior and saw what was on Trump's official schedule, you know, it was like from, you know, Trump liked to start work a little later because he was a night owl. But he was like, you know, from noon to like 10 o'clock nonstop. Yeah. The amount of days that O'Reilly came on and he went to it the first thing, too, which I think is broadcasting genius. It was basically, well, today on Joe Biden's schedule, we have put it up. Nothing. (laughs) <laughs> did he do that that's yes good. i'm impressed and it happened again and again and again and on a lot of the days it was like oh you know two o'clock he has a virtual meeting with this and then that was it that was his whole yeah. day yeah so i don't know what joe biden thinks his schedule is mm-hmm. but it's not the kind of schedule that donald trump was doing it was not the kind of schedule that barack obama yeah. was doing uh but i don't know if joe comprehends that I think he does. And he, I think he's aware that um, nobody's going to check. And if they True. do, nobody's going to other than O'Reilly and a, a few very few people. Nobody's going to publicize and say, hey, this fucking guy's a, he's a ghost. He's, he's MIA most days. He, he knows that. So he can it's just, it's, you know, he's on 60 minutes. It's still, I assume, has a fairly sizable audience. And most people are, who the fuck is watching CBS Biden fans mostly. They'll buy that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He said he's got a good schedule, a big schedule. It must be heavy. He said it. (laughs) Yeah, he works hard. He works hard. He said so. Joey wouldn't lie. No. You know, uh, I don't when I sit down with our NATO allies and keep them together, I don't have them saying, wait a minute. How how old are you? What are you? What did they say? So he keeps our NATO allies together. I didn't know he was doing that. Yeah, he keeps them together, and he he does that all the time. He sits down with the NATO allies. Funny, he didn't talk about when he sits down with his when his with his neurologist. <laughs> I like to a little transcript of that. Hey, Joe, what day is it? Depends what drugs he's got. Right. You know, I mean, it's a matter of you know that old expression: uh, the proof of the pudding's in the eating. I mean, <laughs> you know, this one I was like, okay, that is the actual where this whole uh, saying started. Which I also have to give Joe credit, but he's also old. So, because uh, I was like, wait, that sounds a little weird. I, you don't hear anybody saying that. What you hear now is yeah. people saying the proof is in the pudding. Right. Which really has never made a whole lot of sense. Like, what do you mean True. the proof is in the pudding? It started yeah. with the proof of the pudding is in the eating. And of course, when they're saying pudding, this goes back to the English, which means they're talking about not the sweet stuff that, uh, you know, Bill Cosby right. tried to sell you pudding pops. Right. But it was the, the pudding that I like. You know, when you go to Ireland, you have some black pudding and white pudding. Yes. So it's more of a sausage kind of thing. And so the right. proof of the pudding is in the eating. That makes a whole lot more sense than hiding your proof in the pudding. So I was kind of impressed that Joe got that okay. right. He didn't, again, he didn't bungle it. And that's because there was no teleprompter. There you go. I, I respect the fact that people would say, you know, you're old and. But I think it relates to how much energy you have and 
whether or not the job you're doing is one consistent with what any person of any age would be able to do. How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look, I have look. trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself my own head the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. I mean, it's just not, uh, uh, I haven't observed anything in terms of, there's not things I don't do now that I did before. Whoa. Whether it's physical or mental or stop. anything else. Uh-huh. Does that, does that include like walking up the steps to an airplane? Riding a bike? Riding a bike. We could go on. So, I mean, this is a, this is a concerning thing with somebody at 80 years plus. Is he you know, 80 now? I believe Joe's over 80, isn't he? He's over 80. Okay. You know, both of my parents are over 80, and neither one of them would say, hey, I'm able to do stuff today that I was able to do 30 years ago without a problem. Of course not. I mean, that's insane. Everybody knows limitations come right. with age. But again, this, this whole thing, Joe seems lucid, so whatever drug they gave him was working, as you pointed mm-hmm. out. And I think a lot of it is uh, the teleprompter. He doesn't even, I bet you most of the time he has no idea what's on the teleprompter until he goes out and starts is reading. It, he seems like a cold really? read kind of guy. I bet he's, I bet they fucking, they drill him, but he's just, he just can't, you know, it's, it, rehearsal is a waste. I'd say that. That would probably every, be true. You're only every you're, minute's a new minute to Joe. He's like, uh, he's like, you know, John Wayne, you want to get it in that first take. Otherwise you start ruining the, <laughs> uh, it, yeah. You start ruining the magic, right? You start ruining the magic. We had uh, this. I thought was maybe the most inflammatory part of the interview here. I believe this is the right clip. What should Chinese President Xi know about your commitment to Taiwan? We agree with what we signed on to a long time ago. And that there's a one China policy and Taiwan makes their own judgments about their independence. We are not moving. We're not encouraging Wait, stop. being independent. Stop. What did he say? If there's a one China policy, what, what, what is he talking about there? He is basically saying that the policy is not changed, that Taiwan is part of China and the United States is not pushing China or not pushing Taiwan to move away from China. But that's not the case. Taiwan is not part of mainland China. It's two separate nations. Well, that's not what the one China policy that Joe signed on to. But that wasn't a long. I mean, he may have signed on to that, but that's not the way it works. Fucking Taiwan is a sovereign nation. Not according to China. And we know Joe is. uh, So then he's so basically he's going to suck mainland China dick. That's what that's what he's saying. That's the oddity, because that takes a weird turn then here. Okay, And we're not. That's their decision. But would U.S. That's whose decision? Whoa, whoa. That's whose decision? It's the Taiwanese decision on whether or not they're a free country. Mm. Let me replay that here. We are not moving. We're not encouraging their being independent. We're not. That's their decision. But would U.S. forces defend the island? Yes. If, in fact, there was an unprecedented attack. So, okay. Taiwan is a part of China, he just said. Mm. But then when asked. Well, if Taiwan's then attacked by China, would you would you go and defend them? Yeah. And he has the weasel word unprecedented. Well, that's that was my question. What does that mean? I 
think this was the one time that I thought Joey got the wrong word. I was thinking he meant to say if there was an unprovoked attack. Right. Could be. Which makes a lot more sense rather than what is an unprecedented attack. Well, it's still a weasel word because anybody ways. anybody could say, "Hey, you know, um, uh, you know, somebody, uh, some Taiwanese comic made a fucking joke about Xi's uh, fat ass or something." Oh, that was provoked, right? So right? There's your there's your out and unprecedented. I mean, that could be anything. It could be a kid, uh, you know, throwing a rocket um, at uh, the shoreline of Taiwan. Oh, there's well, it's been attacked before, so you know, it, it's it's a bullshit. It's a weasel. It's like without precedent, what what hasn't ever happened? That's so exactly. it's like there will never be an unprecedented attack. Correct. Yes, if in fact there was an unprecedented attack. After our interview, a White House official told Stop. us you. Stop. Did, so what happened? Is that, that what happened? They, did you cut that or was that CBS with Scott just going right in? CBS put this in their footage. So this okay. is how interesting it was because this obviously this answer was part of the one that the White House went. Uh, yeah, 60 minutes. Uh, what Joey said there, uh, can you uh, take that out? <laughs> yeah. And to, I guess to 60 minutes credit and to CBS's credit, they didn't take it out, but they added then they added a disclaimer, which I thought was interesting. I want. Yes. If in fact there was an unprecedented attack. After our interview, a White House official told us U.S. policy has not changed. Officially, the U.S. will not say whether American forces would defend Taiwan. But the commander-in-chief had a view of his own. So unlike Ukraine, to be clear, sir, U.S. forces, U.S. men and women, would defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion? Yes. That's a very dangerous yes. That may be the most dangerous yes ever uttered in the history of mankind. That's the best thing he's ever said, as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) I tell you, though, it's like, um, do you even know what you're saying at this point? But yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's yeah. nice to know that uh, the United States keeps wanting to uh, get involved in things that, you know, for, you know, for the morale, uh, morality, it's like, it's great to be like, we want to help protect all these other nations, but we got bigger problems right now. Yeah, we got bigger problems. And for Joe Biden to be like, yeah, we're going to send boots on the ground. If the uh, if China attacks Taiwan, you're now saying you're going to send military forces to fight against China. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's dangerous. That is very dangerous. Well, do we have a treaty like agreement with them? I, mean, I think we do. Right. Isn't that uh, part of our deal? I'm not sure. It's maybe somebody in the troll room knows. But I think um, that's kind of the the uh, the longstanding agreement that he's to which he was referring goes back a long way. When, you know, back when it went from being Formosa to Taiwan. Right. So, I, yeah, I don't unlike, know unlike Ukraine, where we right. had absolutely nothing, nothing ginned up with it. But let's 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 send a billions and billions anyway. Well, they have a lot of information about Hillary's servers. So that's worth billions. Yeah, you're right. And that was also one of the things that uh, was brought up. And the question was asked to him. I don't know if we have it in the clip, but the question was asked, well, what's the. Uh, What's the top amount? Is there a top amount that once we get to that, we can no longer keep sending money to Ukraine? And Biden was like, "Ah, there's no limit. No limit. Yeah. That's a lot of uh, that's a lot of money. A lot of jing. It is. Yeah, it is a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of insanity. Mm. 
uh, let's see. And then fl- I think we had this with this Biden on inflation. This is a long one. I think did we have Mr. this. Mr. President, yet? as you know, last Tuesday, the annual inflation rate came in at 8.3%. Okay. So this, yeah, we haven't played this one yet. This was maybe the most blood boiling of all the clips. Okay. The stock market nosedived. People are shocked by their grocery bills. What can you do better and faster? Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. Okay, so first off, let's not answer the question of what I can do better as president. You just said, Mr. Reporter Man, that people can't afford their groceries, the stock market crashed, uh, the inflation's out of control. Joey's going to tell us it's not that bad. Right. Inflation rate month to month was just uh, 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 just an inch. Yeah, month to month. Fuck off. Well, and when is the last time you've heard somebody talk about the inflation rate in terms of an inch? It's like, what? The inflation yeah. rate was only up an inch. Yeah. What? You, you, yeah, but you see, he's very clever. I mean, because the mouth breathers will hear that and they're not going to have your reaction, Darren. They're going, oh, yeah, it's just an inch. Okay. Uh, can I, let me get back to Pornhub. <laughs> oh, was, really? Oh, that was postulating on uh, Unrelenting earlier today that there's just a blackboard in Joey's room with the word economy on it and somebody moved mm-hmm. it about an inch. Yeah. And that's, he's like, no, it only, it only, it it. only moved about an inch. Right. No, see, that's right there on the board. See, it says economy in One inch. very colorful letters. Hardly at all. You're not arguing that 8.3 is good news. No, I'm not saying it is good news, but it was 8.2 or 8.2 before. I mean, it's not, you're right, maybe I can make it sound like all of a sudden, my God, it went to 8.2%. But it did. Yeah, all of a sudden, since you got in office, right. it did. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, the moment you stepped in, started creeping and then it skyrocketed he's yeah. making it sound like this has been the rate for a long time it's like it has not right of course it has not and it's hurting everybody everyone up and down the board if you have to put gas in your car or if you eat i think most people listening eat every now and then yeah you know unless they can't afford it and then in which case you have problems mm-hmm. It's, been, it's the highest inflation rate, Mr. President, in 40 years. I got that. But guess what we are? We're in a position where for the last several months, it hasn't spiked. So, <laughs> so it says, well, it hasn't got any worse. <laughs> it's the worst in 40 years. And he's like, well, let me yeah. tell you where we are. Yeah. Uh, no, where we are, Mr. President, it's the worst in 40 years. That's 10 terms of presidents. Yeah. It's the worst in 40 years. And Joe, Joey, Joey is trying to whitewash it. It is just barely, it's been basically even. And in the meantime, we created all these jobs and, and prices uh, have, have gone up, but they've come down for energy. The fact. That- so yeah, that's because he dr- he's draining the strategic oils reserves. Yeah. Lies. Continue to do so until the election, November. Joey keeps talking about jobs that he's created. And the only reason Joey has created any jobs is because he's starting at the level of zero Mm -hmm. when everything was shut down because of COVID. Everybody that went back to work, like my wife, she was off for like a month, Mm -hmm. month and a half, whatever it was, then went back to work. Well, to Joey, that's a job he created. Bullshit. Not a job you created. He's created nothing but and, trouble and now this asshole is saying energy is coming down it's like no you're still going by you know 
You can't make something go up by 8,000% and then lower it by 3% and say, hey, we kicked that thing's ass. We lowered that by 3% after we raised it by 8,000%. Is that we've created 10 million new jobs. Lie. We're in a sense we came to office. We're in a situation where we the unemployment rate is about 3.7 percent one of the lowest in history we're in a situation where manufacturing is coming back to the united states in a big way where and look down the road we have massive investments being made in computer chips and and employment so i look this is a process this is a process yeah it's a process but not one you're doing well and i do and again I get it. I'm looking for logic and people to have a rational response. Anybody listening to that who even has a little bit of a bullshit detector should be able to go, not only is this guy clueless, but he has no plan for what to do. He has no idea things are even bad. When you're being told specifically worse than 40 years, and you're like, come on, man, it's, it's, not, it's not that bad. It could be worse. But see, if if Scott Pelley had a you know a scintilla of honest honesty about him, he would have quote from a very and extremely you know recognized leftist news source called Reuters. Yeah. Okay. And they put a chart out last week, and it said household wealth fell by a record six point one trillion in second quarter twenty twenty two. Nasdaq down twenty six percent. S and P eighteen percent. Bitcoin, 57%. Fixed mortgage rate, January 2021, 2.65. September, 6.28. Inflation had been a year ago, 1.4, now 8.3. Now, that, that's, that's what Scotty would have said to Joey, but he didn't because he's an asshole. Yeah, and it's be like, explain why you explain are so that. incompetent. Yeah, and don't tell me this is from fucking Breitbart or the, or the, <laughs> or, or the RNC. This is Reuters, which is practically Pravda. Well, these assholes are telling you the problem on the border was caused under four years of Trump. Of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can you believe Kamala Harris actually was like, well, the answer is to make them citizens. It's like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. There's still not going to be anywhere for them to live. Right. <laughs> They're not going to have oh, yeah, jobs. No. They're, well, uh, I mean, Martha's Vineyard found them places to live on that uh, military base. And then far away from them after they, they got them out pretty quick. Oh, real quick. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, amazing how yeah. quick. Amazing. But this is it. If you want to believe in the socialist utopia, start walking the walk. Barack Obama, you got like a $12 million home up there. Open oh. it up. You know, if that guy had said, hey, you know, I got uh, nine extra empty bedrooms. Yeah, I'll take, you know, give me, give me eight of them. Uh-huh. I'll take him in. I'd have had some respect for him, but he didn't. Yeah, like, let him use the house. <laughs> yeah. not, like, not like Barack is living there. It's, I'm sure it's just yeah. a... Uh, you know, an off-season house. You know, you're not yeah. going to be up there in the winter. Yeah. Like, let's house a few hundred migrants in that place. You sure. could do that easily. No, no. I mean, I don't know how you're going to feed them then, because they're going to, I don't know where they're going to get jobs on Martha's right. Vineyard to, uh, yeah. you know, to get to, to some place where you can actually do the work and then back. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, yeah. you'll need, you know, vehicles or transportation and, well, food. So I don't know where they get the money for the food. Right. And this is the problem when people are like, oh, open the borders. It's like you're the, and then they try to make it a racial issue that you hate brown people. It's like, no, I don't want these no. folks to get here and have just as bad of a life as where they've got it because we don't have the resources right. as a country 
to give them housing and clothing and food and to have a, a life for them to live. But that's what gets ignored. And this whole Kamala Harris brain dead. I mean, you think Joey's brain dead. I think Kamala's even more brain dead. Even at this point, I think she's more brain dead than you Joey. Right. And it's like, that's not an answer. Just waving a magic wand and saying, hey, all of the illegals are now legal. That doesn't fix the problem. Oh, in her mind, it does. I know. That's the scary part. That's (laughs) the scary part. Everybody in the pool, just not my pool. (laughs) Right. That's what it is. Go to the neighbor's house, please. Yeah. Is the economy going to get worse before it gets better? No. That is a... See, now, again, if this was a Republican that said that, the next month, the next indicator that goes further south, Mm -hmm. that would be it. Ah, you see, Trump lied. He said the economy wasn't going to get worse, and it slipped by one hundredth of a thousandth of a percent. Sure. You think the media is going to call Joey out when the economy gets worse next month? They call him out on nothing. It, it is sad i don't yeah i don't think there's really much else left in here we even uh we even need to hear it, it's uh it's all the same story it's the same thing over and over again it is nothing different that uh folks on the left side of the aisle can say anything they want to the mainstream media and they'll just get somebody bobbing their head up and down and saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and we'll never challenge them now we've got yours let's see we have uh do we want shut <laughs> sf no it's stfu so yes. I, it was it was uh in the uh, so jill biden shut up joey and jill on russia mm. uh biden on constitution i think those are what we've got here yes that's what i said which one we'll start with start with jill jill the uh shut up jill shut up yeah <laughs> a lot of people would like jill this now up. this is I'll, let me give it a little setup this is jill solo at a podium i don't know where the fuck Ooh. it was and some tool some suited tool is standing you know behind her and to the left and she's she's pontificating and somebody i think of a very young age um has a little bit of a comment for her as she's speaking uh-oh yeah so joe made a promise if you remember back on the campaign trail he made this promise to rebuild the middle class it's why he ran and it's the wait i thought he ran because trump was bad right that's why he ran i yes, never heard joe because he was he was going to restore decency to america he didn't say a fucking thing about the middle class not one word yeah i was gonna say i don't remember that no again we get to rewrite history yes it's why he ran and it's the north star that has guided his shut the fuck up <laughs> was that no that wasn't you real was it I think it was. I think it was. It, I mean, there's no way. There's no video to prove or disprove that. And you know, some some uh, you know audio expert could probably speak with more uh, authority than I do. But it sounded pretty real. It sounded like some kid just. You know, and I would guess that the kid doing didn't do it on his own. That there was a mole in there, and somebody because <laughs> you know what happened. You know, if an adult yells at you, wind up at fucking Gitmo with the J six crowd. Right. Yeah, true. But this is somebody probably some dad or mom's probably said they get okay. You know, when I squeeze your hand, you scream, "Shut the fuck up!" And they didn't. <laughs> what are they going to do? Lock up? What are the optics of locking locking up? Maybe a six or eight year old kid. Not good. I don't know. Though these people, maybe that would be fine. They might do it. Absolutely. But this is this comes back to you know, first of all, him lying. But again, this this that fucking kid is the way people need to start responding 
to Joey and Pelosi and Schumer. You know, this whole this whole mask of gentility and civility, it's already gone anyway. So just fucking stop it. And she was you could you know, if there's a video feed of that as well. You know, she was rattled by that clearly. And this is how they destroyed Trump by throwing lies at him relentlessly until, you know, the masses believed everything that was said bad about him from, you know, Russian hookers pissing on him, Russian interference, racism, all the lies. Don't forget to grab him by the pussy. Right. So since the lies don't, you know, they don't lie. Just just keep fucking just keep fucking hammering them with disrespect like this. Shut the fuck up. You're a liar relentlessly. And there's going to come a point where they're going to just lose heart and go away. You know, like I said, I, I'm a big fan of Alex Stein, who called uh, 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 I patch McCain a dwarf last week. I like that. <laughs> That's the right attitude. And somebody needs to look at here. The kid has to follow up. Hey, Jill. And by the way, you're not a fucking doctor, asshole. Stop your <laughs> stolen valor bullshit. OK, I you know, even the shittiest doctor you have to respect because that is a fucking grueling curriculum to go through they do bust their asses even if they graduate in the bottom five percent of their class it ain't easy right fucking phd get bent you can get one of those online in, in an hour okay? that's, well yeah that's true that's so people true. people people who are doctors who are not medical doctors who call themselves doctors are assholes they can stick phd after their name because that's honest but to just to, to begin with i'm dr jill biden fuck off you're a phony but it seems like they need to get the middle class that's why the messaging of well, Joey's trying to help you, right? Middle class, like no, he's not. No, he's trying to kill. He's not, no one has, has has hurt them, damaged them more in the entire history of this nation than Joey. Well, and he's still saying that the wealthy people are not paying their fair share, which is another oh, yeah, yeah. trope that just has to go away. Sure, sure. If if only Bezos and Musk would pay their fair share, then we'd we'd all be have, have fucking yachts and live in mansions. Would That's we? the answer. I want a yacht and a mansion. So do I. You can move just you can go to what Colorado now where they're giving a bunch of people a thousand dollars a month just because, you know, just because. Yeah. You universal basic income is coming. Oh, shit. That's that's begun there in Colorado now. Really? Yeah. Which wow. it's like you're giving people that are homeless. Ninety. Probably ninety nine percent of homeless yeah. people have a mental illness or they have a drug addiction problem. No doubt. And just throwing money at those people is probably the worst thing you can do. I would have a much different response. I don't care how many millions of dollars Colorado is spending on this program. If they were to take that same amount of money and say, we're going to build a shelter that can house, you know, a couple thousand people that can provide them with, you know, a a safe place to be, especially in the winter and food and all this kind of stuff and programs to get clean if they need that. But throwing money at people is insane yeah. because you don't know where that money's going. And I know, I mean, growing up, I mean, how many times if like there's somebody out panhandling, it's like, oh, don't give them money there. They'll just go spend it on booze. Well, the reality is that's what's happening a lot of the times with most of the people that are homeless. Mm-hmm. It's going to booze or it's going to drugs. And it Mostly makes drugs. no Mostly sense. Meth and, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it makes no sense to throw money at that. It's like where you could put that money into something that could actually help people. And that would be to build facilities, pay people that can man those facilities that maybe can make a positive impact on the community. But throwing money out, uh, I think that's going to be a uh, something that's going to backfire. Hmm. 
but you've got now Jill and Joey on Russia. Do we need a setup for that one? And what's the other one? The title of the other one is Biden on the Constitution, whipping on the Constitution. Oh yeah, yeah. We might as well do. Uh, let's do Russia. Yeah. Jill and Joey together again. <laughs> How is he perpetuating it? Well, by encouraging them to, you know, to get involved in our elections. But President Trump says Russian interference is a hoax. <laughs> He's an idiot <laughs> in terms of saying that. Everybody knows this. Everybody knows it. Nobody doubts it. Wow. So you know, the, there you was go. This? I mean, this, this was 60 minutes um, pre, pre-election. He was still campaigning. And, uh, you know, this is what this, this bastard gets away with lie after lie after lie, and nobody calls him on it. You know, everybody knows this. Nobody doubts it. I mean, fucking Mueller, what was it, $40 million in a year and a half of investigations? They crawled up his ass, everything. They came up with absolutely zilch, nothing, not a goddamn thing. This should be on a continuous 24-hour loop. You know, like one of those shortwave radio number right. codes right. of him saying that, really, except on a, on, a, on a fucking Mexico radio station. So it blankets <laughs> the fucking continent, right, from the Yukon to uh, Tierra del Fuego, constantly him saying, everybody knows. No, lie, 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 lie. It's, it's just, it's unconscionable, the shit that this mummy gets away with saying. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, and, but his base, his base still believes Russian collusion. Sure they do. And that's never going to change, which is also why I think we've passed the inflection point, Larry. (laughs) (laughs) This is never going in another direction. Yeah. Because on both sides, people are so dug in Mm -hmm. that reality no longer matters. Correct. And that is that is concerning. It really is. Mm -hmm. But now we have Joey on the Constitution. This is a very short clip. Well, this is, I'll set this up by saying, you know, there was a time where, um, you know, Joey, I had an argument with somebody at a, uh, at a party a couple of weeks ago. Somebody said, well, you know, Biden's, he's really a centrist. He's not far left. I'm like, well, who the fuck is right? Well, okay, then. who if, is far left then? If not Joey, this is, over, yeah, this is the Overton window game. Cause if somebody exactly, says that correct. he's a centrist, you're like, well, who's to the left of him and who's to the right. Good. Exactly. And so. Uh, you, you've got this, uh, this, they've, what, what's happened is they've, they've turned a corner, I believe, in this country where they know that they are so embedded that they now control the levers of power that, and this has been, this is not new. This is for several years that they no longer feel the need to camouflage their true agenda. If they're in your face with it in every fucking way. And that's what this clip will show. No amendment is absolute, but no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. And there you go. He's telling you, fuck the Constitution. I'm wiping my ass with it. It is Isn't not he? absolute. Hey, I, you know, when you look at this and try to go word by word, it can be changed. I think we all understand that amendment of the, an amendment of the Constitution can be changed. Another amendment can be added, so it's not absolute in the sense that it can never, ever change. But while it is the law of the land, what it says is, in fact, absolute, absolute, which is why when you look at the Second Amendment, you're like, right, right to bear arms. Well, this was in reference to Second Amendment and his gun control um, executive orders. 
Um, but that, you know, it, but to say that says, well, it's, it's all moot then free speech. Every fucking one of them is just, it's, it's not absolute. It's whatever I say it is because I'm Joey. Because right. we have to put other clarifications onto it, which is, you know, again, everybody runs to the, well, you have a free speech, but if you yell fire in a crowded theater, you could be charged. It's like, well, that's true, yeah. but you still have the right to say whatever you want. Now, what's going to happen afterwards? That was, I'm just going to stop you. So that was like uh, Ryan Bemrose's finest hour, uh, original <laughs> grumpy old Ben. He, he went off on uh, probably a 15 minute rant on that shit about fire in a fucking crowded movie theater. And when he was doing it, I was doing, I was bowing towards Mecca, wherever the fuck he is with Hosanna's. <laughs> really, it was awesome. Well, it's yeah. like everybody needs to understand that kind of stuff. And they, you know, yeah. they don't. And there was a, uh, a young woman that Steven Crowder had on one of his videos that was from germany who tried to tell him that well we have free speech in germany and he's like whoa 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 and he's like well can you say uh you know hitler's great or whatever words he used she's like well no he's like well then you don't have free speech well but that's hate speech that's not the same thing it's like well yes it is all speech is speech right labeling anything as hate speech or whatnot that is that is a farce. Now, I'm not saying there's never going to be repercussions for something you say, because there's always been repercussions in this country. I mean, you've got libel laws and stuff like that. You can't just come out and damage somebody's reputation with lies and go, hey, free speech. Oh, wait a minute. What? Are, I want to back you up to your last episode of Random Thoughts. And oh, I was yeah. very fascinated by that school teacher who said that her comments about pedos was taken out of context. Yes. Did any, but was there ever a full unedited version of what she said or that just disappeared with whatever shit bag was uh, uh, recording her? Yeah, I don't believe if there is, I have not heard it. Okay. And there are a lot of things when you think about that as a teacher, that is exactly how you would teach this. If you were trying to teach how crazy it was right that pedophiles are being protected because no 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 you can't call them that diego you have to call them maps they that is hateful for you to do well that's exactly what you would say yes it is and then when that is clipped out you're like oh wait she's saying pedophiles are good it's like no she's explaining how insane what is currently going on in society is and due to that and because somebody clipped just that Mm -hmm. portion of the audio that should be for anybody running a school that's absolutely insane with that said i am all for and i don't know how you feel about this but i'm all for the schools themselves they have security cameras everywhere i think they should record every damn thing you know maybe you have it on a hard drive and then you erase it after six weeks or six months or something Mm -hmm. like that but i have no problem with a classroom being monitored locally for uh so when something like this happens and somebody's like, ah, the teacher said this, well, then you have proof. The teacher has proof. Yeah. I mean, if that I were is. a teacher, I guess I'm all, if this, maybe that's the other thing, you know, fuck the school yeah. districts and all that. If I'm a teacher, I'm recording everything I say personally. Yes. When, when I heard you cover that clip, I th- immediately thought of the, uh, the super cut that Dvorak had a couple of weeks back of, uh, of Tucker. His point being never use sarcasm right. on a hot mic because they're going to say this is what he said when it, it was the exact opposite. And that's exactly it. They're using this 
as evidence. There was even one of the trustees in the case of the school teacher who backed her up mm-hmm. and then, you know, was bought into the whole thing. Well, I can see where everybody that heard that audio had the same right. point of view. And again, I don't know what age the school children were. If you're reading the crucible, that has to be like at least junior high or high school, though. I would think, yes. And the students that came forward, I believe she was student. I don't believe there was any dissent here. The students mm-hmm. that came forward were like, uh, this was a teaching moment. She wasn't giving her own personal point of view. She was making an example of this. But that has not saved her ass yet. Uh, from what I've read, though, there will be there will be hearings and there will be a chance for her to appeal and all of this. But I mean, the downside of this is even if she wins the appeal and gets her job back, her reputation's never going to be back to where it was. Of course not. And that's what, you know, again, people don't consider. It's like anything that you say will be used against you, even if it's a short clip taken out of context. You know, I'm used to that. I mean, we're podcasters. We say a lot of stuff. We know that we have enough audio of our voices out there by now that anybody can make and say anything. Sure. And when people realize the technology that's out there with the deep fakes, you have to understand that you can't trust anything you see or hear, but people are stupid. Yes, they are. And this will continue to cause damage. But we do have one non Joe Biden clip, which I thought oh, let's hear it. this yeah. is. Uh, oh, I'm forgetting. Um, um, this was Congressperson Higgins with a witness. And this was a young African-American woman that is speaking. And of course, it's an old white guy that is the representative but then it goes to aoc but we'll probably stop it at uh, one point to explain what's going on here all right your phone the table you're sitting at the chair the carpet under your feet everything you've got is petrochemical products what would you do with that tell the world if i had that power in the world what actually i don't need that power because what i would do is ask you sir from louisiana i'm giving you the power what i thought this was interesting so obviously this woman's against all things uh, petrochemical right and the representative who is in the hearing is like well okay this is the world you're running it now what would you do which is great when you're having a debate with somebody that wants the answer to a question that they don't have Mm -hmm. and you say okay i am now deputizing you you're in charge of this what do you do and she's like ah I don't I don't have to do anything except ask you to do it. Right. Well, okay, but but what? But it gets even more interesting here. You're presenting to search you, sir, from Louisiana positive. to search your heart when and understand why the EPA knows that feelings stop chemical facility. Stop. Feelings. Search your heart. Yes. Right. Emotional but bias. Facts. Search your heart. You get to the emotion. What would you do to fix it? She doesn't know. Right. It's up to you. I just have to ask you for you to search your heart. I want to get to your emotions. Right. These are some of the most toxic, polluting facilities in the the world and are killing black people. Now, I also this was maybe the only cringeworthy moment here. Did you just hear that? When he refers to her as boo? I didn't hear that. No. (laughs) Toxic petrochemical facilities My are some of the lady. most toxic, I, polluting trying, facilities in the, floor, the world boo. and are killing. Um, what, my, is that? what my, my does dear, that mean? My dear lady, I'm trying to give you the floor, boo. Well, boo 
I know that's like young people call each other that, like they're friends. Okay. But it's I never, like, I'm not familiar with that term. I never, other than, you know, Halloween, boo the ghost. Boo, right. I mean, I've heard it on, on, on television every now and then. Okay. But it's like, I, I, was, I just thought that was cringeworthy that you have an old guy calling mm. a, a young black woman boo, which mm. is like, okay. But, okay. Um, you know, he's trying to, and I didn't really even think this was all that bad of an argument, but AOC did, and she'll come in in a second here. Oh, boy. Black people throughout Louisiana. Okay, so my so first thing would to be with the you to search you your consume. heart and ask your God what you are doing to the black That's and our poor God. people no in about Louisiana. That. You know, I wanted to. Okay. I mean, this was, again, an interesting argument because he's like, what would you do? Give me an answer. And I thought it was interesting where she's like, you should, uh, your God. And he's like, well, no, it's our God. Uh, right. I don't, that seems very. Uh, that seems like a very so hateful every, statement right there when it's like well, everybody gets their own God, like, like their own truth, Darren. You know that. Come yes. On. So that was the argument that led AOC to make these these comments to address uh, Ms. Salter directly. I just want you to know that um, in the four years that I've sat on this committee, I have never seen members of Congress, Republican or Democrat, disrespect a witness in the way that I have seen them disrespect you today. I do not care what party they are in. Why? I've never seen anything like that. And for the gentleman of Louisiana and the comfort that he felt in yelling at you like that, there's more than one way to get a point across. And, um, Frankly, men who treat women like that in public, I fear how they treat them in private. And that's AOC slamming the desk as she talks. Yeah, like Khrushchev with her. Does she have her shoe in her hand? I no. don't understand. I don't. I didn't hear that guy shouting at her. No. And where was the disrespect? He asked her a fucking question. I guess, he, you know, calling her boo, although uh, the clip custodian, yeah. Neil says, a boo is short for boyfriend or girlfriend in Louisiana. So okay that was more buddy pal yeah right right. exactly what yeah but it's like okay so you're so afraid that this guy was yelling Mm -hmm. and now you're yelling and slamming on your desk it's like it's a typical deflection when you can't have no answer no fucking answer let's get personal let's let's throw shit at you let's call you a racist let's call you disrespectful let's call you whatever what is you know disrespectful to women right uh boom let's let's fucking completely deflect and change the change the subject change, because you know. if he's if he's going to raise his voice at this woman in the hearing he's probably beating his wife at home that's exactly the- yes <laughs> and by the way since we're since aoc's uh you know in the ether now um you may have noticed the absence of my two favorite clip uh people oh tina that's right Forty tina fortean and, and scott uh scott Lobito, right something interesting going now, now you know she won her nomination correct to take on aoc and it appears that she scrubbed her Twitter feed of all those wonderful, wonderful uh, clips of her saying, ending with fuck out of here. And the the big, the landscape picture at the top of her Twitter profile, which formerly, formerly said fuck out of here, now says vote Tina Forte in November. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I'm, don't mind the messaging being changed with the... Uh with the photo but removing all that stuff that's bad it is 
And, 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 you know, Scott and she are, I, you know, I don't know, I'm guessing it seems they, they do know each other. They support each other. And he's, he's, you know, he's, he's flacked for multiple times and he is, he's, he's not, his stuff is still up there, but he hasn't done anything incendiary, uh, in the past couple of weeks. And I'm wondering if that's at her request as well. That's possible. Yeah. Mystera man in the uh, troll room says it's okay, obviously for women to use violence and raise their voice to a man, but not vice versa. Yeah, that's right. That's obviously the case. And I think she hits the desk one more time here. We can be better than this. We don't have to resort to yelling. As we slam our fist on the desk, we and, don't and have yell. to resort to yelling. Yeah. While she's doing something even more violent. Right. And just because the guy was raising his voice, the woman kept talking over him and he kept talking over her. Right. That's not yelling. That is trying to get your voice heard. It's there's a, right. there is a difference between speaking loudly, which comic strip blogger will tell you I always do. I have shouty voice. You have shouty voice. And there's well, but, that's, in that I mean, but that's this is right back to your bullying thing, Darren. I mean, the next thing out of that imbecile, that asshole's mouth is going to be words or violence. Right. It? Right. That's where she's going with this. How dare you? How dare you raise your voice to this woman right. who won't give you a straight answer and instead is pointing the finger at you. Right. And it's like when you're in charge of something, you know, even if whether it's a little small business or something else and somebody's like, hey, we have a problem and we would like you to fix it. I mean, I think that's a very rational response to be like, well, what would you like me to do? Mm-hmm. And if the answer to that is like, I don't know, right. well, <laughs> then what do you expect me to do? I mean, you have to, you know, with a lot of this stuff, it's like it's as simple as if you have something that would, you know, even having a problem with a company as you have had with you know, a cell phone company and people just don't have any clue on how to offer customer service. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're good at your job and you you respect the company that you're running or whatever, if your problem like with your cell phone with Verizon, I think it was, I don't want to badmouth the wrong company. T-Mobile. Okay, with T-Mobile sucks. Yeah. Now, if you'd have called up T-Mobile and they would have said, "Oh, we're sorry, you're right. Let's. Uh, how can we fix that for you?" Mm-hmm. And you would have given them well. It's funny because people most of the time, if they're actually given right off the bat without having to jump through a thousand hoops, you know, they thought you owed them money and you're like, well, no, this I sent this back, whatever it was. And if they're like, well, what would what would make this better? And you're like, well, hey, I'm I don't think I owe anything. And they're like, oh, okay, we'll take that off. Now, some people would be like, well, I don't think I owe 500, but how about how about we call it, you know, half and call it even and they'd be like, okay, well, that's rational if you're having an argument with somebody that you're like, well, what would be restitution? What would make you happy? Let's let's compromise. Yeah. That's not what you're getting here. He's like, okay, well, what, what should I do? What should we right. do to make this situation better? And when the answer is search your heart about what you're doing, it's like, and you're God, right? And you're God, <laughs> like my God says, I'm Talk doing okay. So what does yeah. your God say? And then maybe we can get together. Yeah. My God likes petrochemical products. He Tell invented them. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> That's why they're plentiful. Have you looked around? They are plentiful. I tell you, it's Mm -hmm. it is insane, though. It it really is, because this is where society falls apart when I mean, I don't know what else happened in them. I'm sure there was more communication between these two people during this thing. I don't know if there were other contentious words, but from just this clip, it would it seems to me like she's got a problem and he's like, well, okay. Let's just magically put you in charge. How would you fix it? And if you don't have an answer for that, then you don't really deserve 
to have that platform. Correct. But I digress. We have a platform and we thank everybody for listening. We do. To Planet Rage, episode 51. That's over 50 now. 51. I could, we're almost at a deck of cards. It could do simple math. Yeah, one more. Unless we're counting the Jokers. Right. Unless that goes to 54. 54. Yeah. It is a value for value podcast, which means we put these shows out there. And if you've gotten any value from them whatsoever, you put a number onto it, you get that back to us. It could be anything. It could be a dollar. It could be $10. It could be $10 billion. If you, yes. Just, if you're Elon you hear Musk. Us, Musk. Do you yes. hear us, Musk? We're talking to you, Elon. <laughs> Elon's like, yeah. yeah, I can drop that. No problem. No problem. He's Play like, on. can I send that to you in Bitcoin? We're like, oh, yeah, that's not a problem. Yeah. I mean, it might only be worth $4 billion by the time it gets here. It's okay. We'll take it. But we'll still go through with that. Uh, we have one person to thank today, Tim Hiesel, who is a monthly donor now at $10. He is the executive producer of episode number 51. Thank you, Tim. We got to get a sounder of applause and cheers for this. I know. I, we do need a that's few clips. I think, yeah. that, uh, I think that's one of the reasons why people donate a lot more to No Agenda, because they want to hear. Right. Yeah. You know, they're like, hey, let's hear uh, John T. Dvorak saying, hey, baby. Hey, baby. And then they, they pay for that. <laughs> I thought it was belching. <laughs> it's, it's you know what? Though you're correct. You are correct. On my latest, uh, you know, 7,000 mile uh, uh, car trip, I use um, Waze. I like it much better than Google. Uh, Google. Uh, well, and it's all live. And if there's a wreck or a speed trap, people yeah, are warning you. Yeah, it's a much better app. And so when you see shit um, or they warn you, they say, hey, there's a, is there a, there's a cop here. There's a car on a shoulder. Or there's a gator in the fucking in the lane, whatever. <laughs> I and hope you're in you, Florida when that happens. Well, yeah. Not and in you, Jersey. And, right. So, well, you know, they it's the truck tire thing. So, the, the, you know, you know what I'm talking about, the gator, right? A lot of, uh, incredibly, a lot of trucks, and this talk about a law that should be passed. A lot of trucks still use... Um, the retreads. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, retreads. Yeah. Okay. Those things will kill you. They come flying off, uh, you know, a big wheel. There's steel belts in those. They go through your windshield. You're fucked. You know. So there's full of the roads are full of them. They also puncture your own tires. Um, but anyway, when you when you see them on ways and they say, you know, can you confirm this? And you hit the button, right, to say, yeah, it's still there. So that's the way the guy a mile behind you will still get the message. Um. After you do that, about eh, seven, ten seconds later, you get this wonderful, almost like a Tinkerbell tinkle sound. <laughs> like, you thank know. you for being a good citizen. Well, they don't say, th- if they said thank you, I wouldn't do it. It would annoy me. <laughs> I wouldn't. But I hear, and my wife said to me, you press that button because you like that sound. And I said, you're right. I like the tinkles. I like the tinkle of appreciation. It makes me smile. So that made me a good wazer. So I think absolutely. I mean, I've considered myself Johnny Average. So let's get the fucking tinkle music on when people donate. Darren. Yes. Well, and, and tinkle of appreciation has to be the show title. I don't think there's anything better than, I don't think there's yeah. anything better than that. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, we appreciate that. Uh, him yeah. and uh, if you want to take part in the value for value model you go to planetrage.show slash donate all of the information is there if you're on a podcasting 2.0 app and you're listening to us right now whether it's live or via recorded podcast file well then you can hit the boost right now it's oh, a beautiful good. thing go to newpodcastapps.com to find out about that but we appreciate everybody just for listening we do because podcasts are rough there's they a are lot rough. And our donors are probably down because we changed the time period. We're an hour later than we usually are. We keep on moving around, trying to find yeah. the right time slot. 
Yeah, I like this one I because I'm a little bit more caffeinated. I think I'm a little more loquacious than an hour earlier because I am not a morning guy. See, so. I just thought you were angry at Joe Biden. Maybe it is the extra no. hour in the morning. Uh, it's the extra hour, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is if we push it back another hour. Oh, my God. I don't know if we oh. can. We can oh. handle that. If you have it at 6 p.m., I'll melt the fucking mic. We'll get, we'll get thrown off the Internet. <laughs> Either that, either that, or it's the uh, the late night drinking show at uh, <laughs> midnight. How you doing? Yeah, Nick Riccati used to do those. So he those still does. Brilliant. Every now and then, I wake yeah. up and I see there was a uh, one of the recent ones. I believe was see he he must be in California, right? Or no, he's coming he? soon. We're gonna we're gonna connect when he's out here, and I'm looking forward to that. But yeah. the one of the shows he started was like I think it was two or three a.m. my time, yes. Central Time, and I was like, yes. whoa. <laughs> Yeah. Do it alive. I guess that keeps the sensors off your back. I mean, there's who's awake? I guess. Yeah. yeah. Where Kaida's in Minnesota. I didn't know that. So he's a uh, yeah, he's in Minnesota. He's a Midwestern guy who took uh, a YouTube channel. And I think he was always a pretty successful lawyer, but he took that YouTube channel and uh blew it up. Yeah. He's an internet monster. A monster. And he deserves because he's a very talented guy. So Yeah, like he does him. good work. He does. So, I mean, support all the shows you like. It's it's tough. Yeah. It is tough. There's a lot of shows out there. Podcasting 2.0 is doing a lot to bring people into the mindset that it's easy to support the shows and it doesn't have to be a ton of money. It's just a you know, small little sats streaming around. Right. It'll be nice when Bitcoin, if, they, if it really does, people are still saying, you know, maybe go back to 100,000. It's like, I'd like to, well, not back. It's never been there. Right. But, uh, now that clip you you uh, you uh, sent or posted, I should say, on No Agenda Social and Twitter of Adam. <laughs> yes. Now I thought, wait a minute, what it said? It said episode one thirty of something. What I mean, he he has I, he's he may have more 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 shows than you do. I keep trying to keep what, up with them. What is that one from? The uh, podcasting two show. He does that with Dave Jones, and this was from all of this podcasting when they started trying to implement all of these things with the podcast including chapters, including transcripts, including streaming payments and all of that. They've been chronicling that with a podcast every week about what's going on. They call it the board meeting. Okay. And they do that once a week on Fridays. And of course they take live boost, which is a great way to do it. I'm like, Hey, I'll get a plug in. Cool. Good move. And and then of course they called you Larry blender, but you said that's happened before. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> it's just something by the way by the way i want to thank you i know this is completely off topic what the fuck there's no there's no there's no uh rails on the gutters in this bowling alley are there there no. are no rails if there were rails okay. we were off of them from uh, episode yeah. one yeah so you told me um i don't know a couple months ago that uh if you throw a, a entire lemon into the vitamix oh yeah it it will be you know pureed and so my Vitamix had been acting up. It was, it was, there were like little deposits of oil beneath the pitcher, you know? And, um, and I, I did the lemon thing and it, it did not, uh, puree it, you know, that, that fucking Darren would kill him. He lied to me. <laughs> so, so, so then I looked more of these, these little oil putter puddles were forming beneath the pitcher. And I realized, wait a minute, there's a, there's a bearing under this blade. And that's probably got a gasket, which is fucked, and and that's why it's leaking oil, right? So I I went online and I saw on Amazon you could buy a new blade assembly assembly from China, of course, like Trump, China, <laughs> um, for like forty bucks, thirty five, forty bucks, whatever. 
But then I started reading the reviews, right? And they, and so many people said, this is shit. When you crank it up high speed, it's not, it's not perfectly machined so that maybe one blade is like a, you know, a, a, a thousandth of an ounce heavier or thicker than another one. So it, 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 it doesn't spin correctly. It's sort of, you know, an ellipse and the fucking blender starts to wobble. It's, it, anyway. So they said, buy the real deal. So I spent 140 bucks for the blade assembly from directly from Vitamix. And there is, it. I compared both of them, big difference when you look at them closely. You know, one is very crude and the other one is very finely uh, machined. And I put that in and holy fuck, you are not lying. So I take, I don't, I'm not going to kill you now. (laughs) You know, it's healthy. It did. It turned a fucking lemon into lemonade. Yeah. And if, as long as you uh, get the waxy buildup off the outside first, that was the, the first, I didn't do that the first time because I didn't realize yeah. there was an ultra thin layer mm-hmm. of, uh, of the food quality wax that goes on top of the lemon. Yeah. Wait, so you have to start buying organic. I did. Those sure. even have it. Even the organics have wax. I no, think they that's, protect that's them. anti-organic. It disqualifies it as being organic, doesn't it? I don't know. I don't. I, you would think maybe. You but, would think, right? I would. But uh, no, I think that is. Uh, I think that is just the way uh, they come up. So what do you, you do? You hit it with sandpaper or something? To get oh, that shit off of there. Hot, really hot boiling water will do it. I don't know how hot it has to be. Um, I mean, I've tested a few things that's not very uh, convenient, but I've had boiling water. You know, cooking other stuff at the same time and like dunking the lemon in a boiling pot of water removes it immediately because the wax obviously just uh, sure just dissipates and goes away but you can yeah. just use a little bit of hot water and uh and then you know, a towel. right come to think about it uh, darren I'll, my wife buys nothing but her organic everything right i think she gets like organic gasoline or something <laughs> and those lemons she gets do look specious or suspiciously shiny so i bet you're right yeah it's got to be waxed up but once yeah. you get rid of the wax, you throw that in a blender. You can put in, I like to put in a little bit of almond milk with it. Mm. Uh, you can put a little water in and then uh, you can even make it into a frozen drink by adding some ice cubes to it and kind of sure. make like a Italian ice lemon. Yeah. The troll room is saying that a CSB sent in another booster. Neither one has come in, but you know what? We'll still give CSB a plug. We'll give him a plug. Because he always comes in for every yeah. show. I saw he did a he did a doodle of uh, you and um, Sir Jean. <laughs> of course, it wasn't the, very complimentary. I might add <laughs> the Adidas tracksuit. So him and yeah, Sir yeah, Jean. What is that? Does he wear one of those? Jean, I mean, he is Russian, so I think by uh, default you have to have a. Uh, is that the Russian choice? Adidas, not not Nike. I guess. I mean, I wasn't aware of that, but it seems to yeah. be the case. Did now you're a big jock or jock fan? When I was a kid, the rumor was that Adidas and Puma were owned by Warring Brothers. Is that true? I don't know. Okay. Somebody in the troll room might know. I mean, now, if, if we were to get a booster gram from CSB, it would probably say something like, Howdy, Larry and Darren, yeah. send uh, all of your people listening to AI.cooking to hear silky voice of Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent as we talk about the latest in artificial intelligence. And then my doodles are at www.csb.lol. Yo. And I don't have that in front of me. So the fact that Jeez, I know that's impressive. You have a fucking killer memory. Wow. I thought you were reading that. That is really impressive. No, that's just remembering every every boostergram that's Holy come shit. in for most of the I last 50 or so episodes. But this is, again, with the podcasting 2.0 stuff, 
every now and then things just kind of don't work for a while. You have to kind of jiggle the handle. You kind of have to, uh, you know, hit the side like your Fonzie on a jukebox and hope things start uh, start coming around again. But that's how it works. This is a beautiful thing. And we appreciate everybody for listening live on the No Agenda stream, the mightiest stream of all streams. We do these shows live Monday, now 1 p.m. Central Time, where Larry is even more riled up. Yes. Do we know? It makes a difference. <laughs> do we know what's coming up on that Larry show? I have no idea what's coming up on Random Thoughts, or if I'll do it tomorrow or Wednesday. I have another dental appointment. Oh, so much fun stuff. Well, more of that root canal? Yeah, well, now they have to measure it or do whatever they need to do to get ready for the crown. So it's it oh, won't, shit. to be fair, once the root canal part's over, it's kind of like just going in to, to get yeah. it finished up. Yeah. I, I don't well, yeah, ex- my next, expect My anything. next episode is called Watching the Wheels Fall Off America. Oh, well, that's accurate. And there's there's this things going on that people, I think people are sort of, you know, you become accustomed to shit and then some you don't even notice because of the, the creep of the, there's your Overton window again. The creep is so slow how things are fucked up that you don't even sort of aren't aware of until you're in the midst of it. And that's kind of where we're going with this. Yeah. Well, then tune into that Larry show around at, Wednesday or thereabouts or thereabouts at that Larry show.com. Now, what about random thoughts? You, you don't you still don't know. Yeah, it may be tomorrow. It may be Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, I have to see if Bemrose can do a grump because, of course, I didn't even realize until after we did the last Grumpy Old Ben's. I'm like, oh, the next dental appointment is right at Grumpy Old Ben's time. Oh, he's not going to like that. I'm always like, well, would I rather be in a dentist chair or talking to Ryan? And it's like a dentist chair. Give me give me that. <laughs> so that may be tomorrow and Random Thoughts Wednesday. I don't know. Just just listen to all of them. And if you like them, tell a friend. Yeah. And then join us back here next Monday at yes. 1 p.m. Central. Yes. And oh, wait, what was all that stuff about um, no beret and about the time zones? And somebody said it's 1300. <laughs> I, like I said, I'm, I'm tagged in all this. I'm thinking, I don't know what the fuck any of this is about. What was that about? Well, they're posting a daily, which is a great idea. Posting the daily lineup, which is live on the no agenda stream. But of course, a lot of the data that they're pulling that from is still not exactly accurate. Mr. Bemrose put it up and guesstimated some of it. Okay, so we're trying to get it all tied down, and we're also then confusing people because uh, unrelenting used to be a nine a.m. show, and then we moved it to ten a.m., and now we may be switching days, and we were normally a noon Whoa. show here, and then we moved it to one. So a lot of this stuff is fluid when it comes to podcasting. We are not rigid like a television network. Mm. Things move around every now and then. They must. So the best thing you can do, really, this again is a great plug for what Adam Curry and Dave Jones are doing with podcasting 2.0. Now that all of these shows that we do live are podcasting 2.0 compliant, if you have the right app, it will send you a notification. If you're subscribed to a show that goes live, you will get a notification when the show goes live. That's cool. Which is much like, you know, when your buddy Rakita goes live, you get through locals, you get a it's Rikeda. Rikeda. Don't blender. Don't blender him, Darren. <laughs> it's Rikeda. Rikeda and so it's Rikeda and Blender. That would be a <laughs> would be a good show. I mean, Rikeda sounds like it would be a blender company. Actually, uh, it does. Yes, the, you can use the Rikeda. It'll it'll take your <laughs> lemon and yeah. juice it up. It's vaguely it. it's vaguely Asian. I like it. Yes, you know, it kind of works. Yeah. It kind of yeah. works. But I mean, <laughs> that's it. We uh, when you get the notification, that is the beauty of. 
part of this podcasting 2.0 because live shows people are always like i don't know i forget when it's going to be or if they move around this way you get a notification if you're subscribed and you never have to miss a live show and if you do miss a live show that same app once the show's posted you can still listen and boost and everything else so it all works out yes so thank you adam curry thank you dave jones thank you everybody involved yes with building out that infrastructure i know we're getting you hooked up even that larry show will be able to take your satoshi soon yes with 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 darren's careful guidance i can i'm sure i can do this without it uh, i'll have my i'll have my thumb up my ass like the anal bead of uh, what's his name taking <laughs> the chess guy right the chess guy yeah knight to king's rook four yeah <laughs> U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Whole world going to shit.